me tell you about Anchor by Spotify, which is the easiest way to make a podcast and the app that I use to make this podcast, Five Blue Firefighter. It's everything you need all in one place. First, Anchor has all the tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. If you host off Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and many others. Everything you need all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Welcome to another episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. On today's episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast, we're going to talk about chapter two of the book, Firematics. But we're going to talk not really what's specifically in the book, but we're talking about why I wrote this chapter as the second chapter of a well-rounded firefighter, and why it's so important to understand firematics, but most importantly, what firematics is. So we're going to get right into this, and we're going to talk about right now. The, the, I start off understanding our main objectives as firefighters. Our main objectives, rescue, extinguish, confinement, exposures, ventilation, recovs, is our main objectives as firefighters. To get to our main objectives, we have to understand a bunch of areas of the fire service, the bread and butter operations of what we're doing in order to obtain those objectives. And I start off by discussing building construction. Building construction in such a way that it's it can lay it out for anyone to pick it up and read it. But I, I don't get so much into how everything is built. More so understanding building construction of the pros and cons with relation to fire, heat, smoke, the pros and cons of that. That is to me more important than knowing every little nook and cranny. That is very important. But being able to identify how the building is gonna react under certain fire conditions is vital to all levels of firefighters, not just company officers, not just command officers, but to all firefighters. Because without having an understanding of that, it's very difficult to reach your end result efficiently, safely, and effectively. That is more important. You know, we can sit here and we could talk about, oh, I know all the types of building construction. I can recite them to you. I'm so proud that you can do that. That's great for you that you can do – anybody can do that because you came out of probie school and they made you memorize them for the test. But you can't tell me how fire behaves in that structure also with with its respect to heat, energy, smoke, the layout of those structures. That's great. You need to know that more. Company operations should understand going into structures a general layout of what you should expect inside those things. Generally, what's in there? The width of hallways, the lengths, where the where the kitchen is. We're going to or, uh, residential structure for the most part. Kitchens, bathrooms, by knowing the general layout of structures. 
and how being in those structures is going to affect your operations. It's good you know the types, but how to work inside them and understand them, because that is the majority of the calls firefighters enter on a daily is buildings of all types. Even if they're not in your jurisdiction, in your first due response area, you should still, should still know and have an understanding of the different types of building construction. Doesn't matter. You just never know when you're going to have to handle a situation in another jurisdiction. That's why building construction is so important. It's one thing to under to know it. It's another thing to understand it and utilize it with respect to your strategies and your tactics. That is more important and to do it under fire conditions or, or at night or on a bad day. That's more important to recognize it and actually put it into play. Which then I get into fire behavior and why fire behavior is so important because fire behavior, without it, building construction, the knowledge of it doesn't really work because you have to understand fire behavior. And that's why I put in the building construction piece, why, you know, different things, the pros and cons of fire in no structures, heat in no structures, and understanding the fire growth model. When a backdraft is going to occur, when a flashover is could occur, but understanding what those are as well, and understanding what the chemicals of combustion in that as well, why that is also important. Fire behavior and building construction are two pieces that go hand in hand. Because in order to be able to fight the building, fight the fire, you have to understand the structure and how the fire, the heat, and everything else, like I said, plays into that structure. Which then goes into, well, I need to be able to dictate. I need to be able to understand it. I don't see fire. Well, you need to know how to read smoke if you can't see fire. Reading smoke tells so much more about the structure, about what's going on. Flow path, location, extent. Potential exposures you can eliminate just by knowing your building, by knowing building construction one, knowing fire behavior, and knowing how to read the smoke to eliminate potential exposures, to cut off the flow path. All part of reading the smoke, and it's all going to play different based on the structures. Like I said, knowing the structures, knowing what's in those structures, all of that plays part into reading smoke, into fire behavior. The structure starts it. And knowing the other areas of it, like I just mentioned, start putting the, the puzzle, the pieces together. The next that I really get into, and I break this one down a little bit more, is your, is your size up. And what do I mean by size up? What I'm talking about is, well, your pre-plan. Your pre-plan is your first and foremost. Before you go to any fight of any kind or any game, be being a former athlete, competitive, you have to know what you're getting into. You have to have a, a game plan. So you pre-plan it. You have an idea of what you're getting yourself into. And you start it off. Like when, when I do a lot of classes, I ask people a lot of times, where does your pre-plan start? They say when you get there or when you're on your way to the goal. No, it starts way before that. It starts during your size up starts way before anything else. Your size up starts during your pre-plan phase. That's your first size up. It can be started 
during the construction phase, if it's a new model, it could be do, done during training in those in those uh, structures. If you have permission to do some type of training in there, such as hose line stretches, elevator emergencies uh, training, understanding that uh, walkthroughs of the facility. If you if you have permission to get into those, uh, if you do fire prevention, fire inspections, there's a good time to start sizing things up. And the most common for the majority of fire departments is frequent flyer calls of false alarm activations. That is a great time to get in there and understand different things about these structures. That is one of the most convenient times. You know how many times you go on a call and you have that, oh, it's the same call again, false alarm, false alarm. We have it a lot. And we have times where we get back like, oh yeah, we were here a couple days ago, we remember what's in there. We know what's going on, but you can't let that complacency get you. So. It's a great thing to do, but you also got to remember in the back of your mind not to get complacent with it. It's always going to be a frequent flyer. It's always going to be a false alarm. I know firsthand sometimes that's not always the case, but without getting into any of that, it's just a good way to remember things and to kind of take things apart little by little to understand these structures. And then, of course, just getting into rig and driving around, taking notes on different things as you're, as you're going and sharing ideas with each other. Nothing should be a secret. The officer should not know any more than anybody else. Everything should be a shared, common pool of knowledge and wealth. Because it might not be that guy in that seat that day. It might be somebody else, next man up, stepping up, being an acting officer or whatever he needs to, or she needs to do. So to understand that that's, that's your, your pre-plan is your first size up, which then goes into your on-scene size up. So you're taking all these different things that you've learned from all those areas, walkthroughs, trainings, false alarms, and all of a sudden, oh, we have a call, we have a fire in these in these this structure. Well, we've gathered a lot of information, so we're not going as blind as we would. You are still, in a sense, have a little blindness to you because now you're going into it with a condition that wasn't there before. So now you have to be able to understand that, and that's when your knowledge of the building construction with reading smoke and fire behavior start coming into play and putting that stuff into effect. And then the and you're always continually doing a size up doing your incident. It's not just you get guy shows up, chief shows up, you're doing a size up. That size up could change. But the company officers are doing size ups. Hell, everybody should be doing their own personal size up of the structure, of the crew, of everything going on. You should be doing a size up of your assignment. Because in a sense, then you're going in blind. You're playing follow the leader. And that's not what should be happening. And you close it out with what I call an after action review. Or in the book, I call it that. Post-incident size of after action review. Where you sit down, you talk about what, what happened. What did you expect to happen? Can we do things differently? Is there room for change? And how can you do it? It's not just talking about it. And it's all said and done. Oh, close the book. It's all over. No, it's not. You can take those areas of weakness. Hey, I found a couple areas of weakness of, our, of my crew, you know, engine company. Yeah, we had a couple hiccups along the way. Maybe recreating those scenarios in a training environment and working them again. What went right? What went wrong? Kind of replaying it. It's not as perfect as it would be if you were doing it in a live scenario, but now you have time to stop, think, 
talk about what went right, what went wrong, how to maneuver different ways to make it better. Should it happen again in another environment? And learn off each other. That's the post-incident. That's the after action. And majority should, with time, guys sitting around, firefighters sitting around, should have time to talk about these basic calls. Because the basic calls is what builds the comfortability, the knowledge, the understanding for the larger incidents. The basics. Being comfortable doing a lot of the same repetitions over and over will build comfort as conditions change and as everything gets advanced. And, and the last piece I get into is company operations. Company operations is the three areas, engine, truck, and rescue company operations. And having an understanding of what those are and how size-ups of those companies play into effect and how knowing those, what their assignments are on a scene and knowing what an engine company is supposed to do, what a truck company does, helps make decisions a lot easier on a call. But that's the bread and butter of it. That's why firematics is the second piece because the first piece I put in this leadership, the second piece is knowing the basics of the job. And I'm, I'm going to lay it on the line just like this. You can know these these areas because it's your it's your job requirement to know these areas. You're required to know them. But it's also on you to actually know them. And think about and listen to what I'm saying. It's a requirement to know them, but it's on you to really know them. It is your own requirement. Actually, your duty and your obligation as a firefighter to the people you serve with and the people you serve to know these areas of the fire service. It's an injustice if you don't. It's one to know them if you want to get your promotional test and get through things. That's great. But what are you doing after that? How are you advancing yourself in these areas of the fire service? Listen, my book is just basics of it. There's a thousand other resources out there that can make it better, that can advance on that. But the basics is what starts everything else. The refresher, refreshing yourself on the basics too. There's a reason athletes practice basics all the time. As a baseball player, there's a reason I threw threw a ball every single day and I hit, hit off a tee. And I did these basic drills all the time. Because you can never forget the basics of the job. It's your requirements. It's your basic requirement of a firefighter. One of the basic requirements of being a firefighter is to know the job. And knowing the firematic areas of building construction, fire behavior, reading smoke, size up, company operations. Knowing those strategic areas and then having your Comprehensive areas and then having your strategies. What is your strategy? And when you're strategy and tactics and knowing your objective, what's your objectives? Well, we have those spelled out too. And we talked about them earlier. VCOVS is basically your objectives as a firefighter. That's why it's so important to know this. And that's why I see how leadership, that's why leadership is the first one. Self-leadership, discipline, self-discipline brings it back, comes back again because it's still 
You could be required to do certain trainings a year. You could be required to know these areas. But are you truly taking the time to discipline yourself and leading yourself before anybody else to know these areas? So that's Firematics. That's chapter two in a nutshell on why I put that in the book. That, that's it right there, guys. Um, just wanted to give you guys a quick view, uh, preview, quick view of what the Firematics chapter is really all about, why it's in there, why I mentally wanted to put that, personally wanted to add that to the book, and you know why it's written the way it's written. You know, I feel you know I put stuff in there. It looks like a textbook, but there are some stories. I put some stories in another chapter about understanding why what I didn't know, which was in relation to Firematics. And fire behavior and ventilation and everything else. And how I overcame that. And what happened. It's not a war story by any means. I'm not a hero in it. But it's a little quick thing of a time when I was. I, I made a mess up. Because we make mess. We mess up. We make mistakes. But that's really it. That's what chapter two is about. And why chapter two is what it is and how it kind of everything kind of first two kind of roll together. So that's all I have for today on the book. Just want to get a little bit out there. But what other ways can we make ourselves better? We can make ourselves better by working out, eating good foods, supplementing. And there's ways to do that. And I can help you with that. Origin USA. If you go on their website, like I've been saying all the time, you can get their supplements, Jocko supplements, Origin Main supplements, vitamin D. It's great for you, great for your bones, great for your great for your skin, great for your overall body, your health, krill oil, greens, milk, which is protein, workout gear, kettlebells, clubs, pilot boxes, all great to be physically ready and mentally ready for the for the operations that we're talking about, firematics, to do the job. If you want to go and get some stuff to help you, originusa.com, you can use F.A. Tribune, 10% off at checkout on everything in the store, lifestyle brand, fitness equipment, supplements, nutritional supplements, does not matter. F.A. Tribune, 10% off. If you want to help firefighters, help firefighters. Five Alarm Task Force Corp., 5033 organization. If you know the, the name sounds familiar, yes, it's Steve Green, the president and host of the same podcast, Five Alarm Task Force podcast. It's his foundation, brothers helping brothers, sisters helping sisters, families helping family. We help firefighters. They help firefighters in their time of need. One-time donation, a monthly donation, does not matter. And they do webinars. Check them out, Five Alarm Task Force Corp. And don't forget, if you want to keep learning more, interact with us or myself in the Firehouse Tribune, you can check out the website or you can join our webinars. Webinars are free, 100% free. They're about an hour-long kitchen table web series. We do them once a month. Sometimes it's myself and Chief Tom Marciano on talking about different things. We're talking one soon this month, November 20, November, March 23rd, 2022, 7 p.m. On knowing your why, why things are the way they are, why you should do certain things. Knowing the why. Roundtable discussion. We have some great stuff we want to pop. You know talk about great topics on that and we're going to keep adding more we have another one coming up in april that'll be announced shortly but they're free 100 percent sign up on our website at eventbrite a link will be sent to you shortly before the the webinar 
but guys, don't worry. If you want to sign up, you can't make it. They're recorded. You get the recorded version on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe to YouTube, Fire Officer Review on YouTube, and you can watch them again. You can use them for training videos, but I always say the best way to get them is live because you can interact. You can ask questions. You can provide examples of your own experiences at the same time. So if you want to check it out, Firehouse Tribune, Kitchen Table Web Series, monthly live webinars for firefighters by firefighters to help firefighters interact, talk, discuss, train, and be the best version of themselves that they can possibly be. I'll put all this stuff in the show notes at the end. You guys can get it, listen to it anytime you want. You want to get go get pick up the book the five tool firefighter on the firehousetribune.com slash shop or go to amazon you can get the paperback or ebook form if you are an ebook reader so with that until next time work hard stay safe and live inspired today's episode of the five tool firefighter podcast if you like what you heard and you want to hear more please subscribe to our podcast on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts also please leave us a rating and don't forget to pick up the book the five tool firefighter available on amazon at the firehouse until next time work hard stay safe and live inspired